Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Speed City with John Massengill, Les Kaiser, and Jonathan Green. It's the fastest hour on the radio. Speed City. Good evening, gearheads. Welcome to Speed City. We are so excited. We're in Austin, Texas, and the USGP is coming our way next. We've got guys in town already, and we couldn't be more excited about tonight. We have a great show for you. I got Jonathan Green and Les Kaiser joining me on Zoom. What do you think, boys? You getting excited like me? Hey, you know, today I heard a Christmas carol playing. And it was the most wonderful time of the year one. And I go, yes, it is for the USGP. I don't want to hear Christmas music yet. There you go. That is appropriate. Well, Well, you can't get your Christmas presents anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we got a great show for you tonight, especially if you're going to be coming to the USGP or if you're just excited about it. Either way, we're going to talk all about everything you need to know. If you're coming to the USGP, we're going to talk about everything to look for. Uh, We're going to talk about the American stories in, in Formula One and including the Andretti story, continuing with that. And we have we have a great guest that Jonathan got to do an interview with, a young American driver on the Formula One ladder. Tell him about that, Jonathan. Yeah, Cameron Das, um, you remember him from, uh, well, he raced in Formula Four here, but then went over to Europe. He also uh, raced in TRS back in 2018. And since, uh, that moment he left uh, and has been living in uh, Europe and has been doing both the FIA F3 uh, championship but more importantly for him he's been doing the Euro Formula Open championship of which he is about to win this weekend same weekend we're at Coda he's about to win as an American uh, an international Formula 3 championship well we got a lot to talk about and that's going to be exciting to hear him because he, I know in that interview he takes the the torch or takes the mantle of America's next F1 driver. And there's a lot of people in that same discussion right now. There's so much going on right now with with Americans in Formula One. I mean, really, it's kind of a golden era right now with Liberty Media owning it and Miami coming on next year. In fact, I think I'm going to start right there, guys, because this week, Formula One released the 2022 calendar. And we all knew it. We all know what's coming. But how awesome was it to see two American flags on that graphic that, that they released awesome without a doubt. absolutely awesome without a doubt it was great to see it we've been waiting on it anticipating looking at you know 
coast to coast for opportunities. And yet we've got it in one of the most international cities in the country in Miami there. Yep. So May 8th, Miami, and then Coda back at the end of October. But so let's jump into tonight and to, into this Formula One USGP that's coming to Austin here in just a few days. Of course, we're going to be out there. We're going to be doing our, our normal broadcast that we do on national radio, which is a pre-race show and a post-race show surrounded by the BBC's play-by-play. But we're also going to be doing a local radio broadcast. We'll take that same pre-race show and our own play-by-play with Jonathan Green. And who knows who we're going to have in the booth with you, Jonathan. I'll be there, some of it. But, but we're going to have our own play-by-play that you'll be able to hear right there. Uh, we probably won't doing because we're not a television broadcast don't have the rights to do that but we'll have so if you're in austin you'll be able to catch the entire broadcast on local radio if you're on the way there or on the way back and if you can't for some reason make it to the race we'll have our local broadcast here on 1370 but but i think i want to start last why don't we start with one of my favorite things every year the survival tips from the mayor. Les Kaiser is, has been informally known as the mayor of Speed City, and he's got some, some really fun things that he likes to talk about that are good for you if you're going to the race. Absolutely. I mean, you're, the strategy for the weekend is important. Uh, start preparing right now, uh, wherever you are, whether you're in Austin or elsewhere. Uh, travel safe getting here. You got to prepare for a couple of things, especially if you're looking at getting indoors. But uh, what to carry with you? You get one small bottle of water you can bring in. It cannot be a thermos. It can't be one of these hard refillable bottles. Uh, it's got to be a little soft sealed bottle and only water in that. Bring a set of earbuds. Bring two of them, in fact. Got to protect your hearing. Yeah, these aren't as loud as those big screamers we used to see, but it, the continuous noise that you're going to hear could damage your ears. So bring that. Bring sunscreen. Yeah, we're expecting sun, and this is going to be good. Uh, so it's great for that. But, you know, one of the things that I also tell people is go to the camping store, go check out the cooking area, get one of those 99 cent throwaway rain ponchos and stick it in your pocket. Uh, it's Texas. They say, you know, just wait a minute. The weather will change. And it often does. This is a time of year that uh, may spark up a real hot shower right quick and have you soaked. Well, it's easy to whip that out, throw it on. You're done and uh, you're in good shape. You didn't carry a jacket around all day for nothing. But uh, so, yeah, go with those things. As far as where to be, if you're a general admission ticket holder, congrats to all our winners. If you're one of those holders, I want you to get there on Friday and Saturday and use those two days to go scout out, put those comfortable shoes on, get all over that 900 acres. Look at your opportunities for general admission viewing, because when it comes to Sunday and all of the rest of the world gets here, I want you at the nearest gate to where you're going to go and do a stampede straight to that spot and sit there and uh, hold that hold your ground for the race. There's so many great areas. General admission, I, I know uh, we've all got our opportunity to go out and scout things around during practice sessions. And I honestly do have a tough time picking up my favorite general admission. I love T1. It's iconic. It's the only one like it in the uh, entire calendar. Back through the stadium is another fantastic area around there near the tower, near turn 19. Uh, it just goes on and on and on. Uh, on the east side of the S's or the outside of the S's, there are some areas that you can see in there that aren't very well known. Every one of these areas is near a collection of restrooms and concession stands. So you've got it covered. 
general admission is a great buy in this menu. And you know what they say? We always say, Les, there's not a bad place at Coda. There are so many great spots. Yeah. I keep saying it, but uh, I still think at the bottom, at the bottom of 11 or between 10 and 11. So seeing them come over that blind crest with the tower behind and then watching them break into one of the overtaking places um, at Circuit of the Americas into turn 11. And um, I, I just think that's a great place to be. And it's 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 just not been as popular because I think people don't bother to kind of go all that far, that far, that far down. They've just made a change, Jonathan. I don't know if you saw the news. There's been a crossover bridge added back in that area. So now you've got a chance to cross over in, uh, in that back part of the track. And so uh, definitely take advantage of that. It may be a little different than you're used to. Uh, surprise yesterday, we've been sold out for three-day passes. Uh, some Friday and Saturday tickets were added uh, to be yeah. for sale. Those are single-day tickets, only for Friday, only for Saturday, but go check them out. Uh, the other parking is 100% sold out. Uh, you've got some options. Please go to the circuit.com uh, website. Look at the shuttle opportunities. There are a variety of opportunities for shuttles going for anywhere like 20 or 30 bucks to, to significantly more. Read the details. Some of them only pick up in certain areas and only deliver certain areas. Some of them are a little more right, uh, varied and all of that, some of them get you a little closer to the front door itself to get in. So pay attention, read those details. You've got some great options to stay in town and they'll return you back to town as well at the end of the evening. So uh, lots of options. The shuttles are looking very good. They're selling quick. Do that right after this show. How about? Yeah. And, good work, and, Les. Good work. And you know what, Les, I want to go back to the weather because as of this moment, um, they're saying we're going to get into a, a really dry pattern really starting already. And they're saying there's no rain in the, any forecast, not even a 10-day. So it's very possible that we could blast right through this thing and not see anything except blue skies. Now, it's going to get warm. They're saying by the end of the week, the, the seven-day forecast, which is, I guess, reasonably accurate or can be, is saying that it's going to be 85, 86 degrees on Friday and Saturday. So it's going to be still, you know... We always say here in Texas, it, it you know, late October can be really nice, but it can also be hot. We could easily see 90 degrees if it continues on that trend. So, Absolutely. you know, which means track temperatures way up there. Absolutely. You know, the last thing I want to talk about is the last thing we like, and that's COVID-19. We're not out of the woods yet. Please be considerate of it. I'd recommend bringing a mask, even if you don't work it. Where it's recommended, the Circuit of the Americas does have a COVID-specific page for the F1 race. I will tell you, if you're expecting to access one of the areas that has a capacity of more than 50 people, please go visit the website. It gives you directions and specifics on what's required. Uh, some of them are tests, whether they're rapid or PCR. But if you're expecting to go into a confined space of 50 people or more, please absolutely go see that. Thank you. <laughs> Even my dog agreed with that. Um, <laughs> last, last but not least, um, yeah, sure. It's fine if you're on um, you know, Hayden Hill or if you're just watching at the turn one and you've got plenty of space around you. But if you are going to the Billy Joel concert Saturday night, um, I would recommend obviously wearing a mask because it's going to be a very popular and packed um, crowd. It's going to be a fantastic concert. See one of the greatest. Um, so again, there's lots of reasons to, vaccinated or not, to, uh, to take that mask. So I was talking with one of our buddies, that's one of the press officers, 
there are a lot of travel restrictions, but a lot of the folks have gone through the hoops to get out of the country they live in and to come. So you do have that international aspect for this event, even this year. So uh, protect yourself, protect our visiting friends too. Dang yeah. foreigners coming over to Austin. <laughs> Funny that you're the one that said that. Yep. We, thought we, had, we thought we had travel restrictions keeping all you guys out, Jonathan, but I guess. Well, <laughs> I got news. Uh, and, and as everybody knows, that we are sold out, which means the numbers are, are staggering what they're saying. 360,000 is the official number, but I've heard inklings of upwards close to 400,000. Now that's over three days, but still that could mean what? On race day, 150,000, 160,000 people? That is just astounding for me to think about because I know we've seen 120 there pretty regularly several times but if we get 150 60 man it could be the biggest sporting event um um of the year because the 500 only had a quarter capacity didn't have full capacity so you never know yeah and jonathan what about how how big was the silverstone crowd this year do you remember i do not remember uh, it's always like you say it's a good one to to to, to have a, a benchmark against because it is a very popular one that is popular because it's a festival it's a bit like daytona 500 where people uh camp out it's their summer camping holiday so we get a huge audience for that um but uh, i don't know the exact figures but i'll find out in the break or whatever uh, and get back to you but um yeah that's a good one to bench benchmark against yeah I, that's why i always look because if i'm not mistaken like 2019 before pre-pandemic it was something like 375. So I'm just wondering if we're going to have the biggest Formula One event in the world this year. So, and it's a good time, by the way, because COVID in Texas and it's specifically in Austin is on a massive downturn. It's exactly as we predicted a few, a couple of months ago, started spiked in July, but the numbers are way down. In fact, Austin has gone from stage five to stage four to stage three. So it's a good time for all that. But guys, let's get a break in real quick. And when we come back, we'll continue our discussion. And don't forget, we got the interview with Cameron Doss, American uh, driver about, about to enter F2. So, all right, listen to Speed City live from Austin, Texas, back after a quick break. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. As a rider, you know what you like. The power, the feel, the ride. When it comes to gear, you know what keeps you safe. Ducati Austin provides riders with the finest in day and easy leathers. The best the market offers. Visit Ducati Austin on Breaker Lane just east of I-35 and throw your leg over the most iconic sports bike ever built. Ducati. Even take it for a test ride or see what's been described as art on wheels from MV Augusta. You know what you like. See it at Ducati Austin. Online at DucatiAustin.com. Winding Road Racing is your first and best choice for all the essentials for a great weekend at the track. We're racers, and we love helping racers. With a full selection of racing gear in stock, get geared up with all the safety equipment needed to meet all the latest Snell FIA and SFI regulations. Outfit your car with a comprehensive lineup of racing necessities, and when you need to find a few more tents, turn to data acquisition systems from AIM Sports, V-Box, and others. Austin-based with shops in California, Georgia, and Kentucky, the source for all your racing needs. Winding Road Racing, windingroadracing.com. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Because you had to be a big shot, did you? You had to open up your mouth. You had to be a big shot, did you? All your friends were so knocked out. You had to have the last word last night. You know what everybody... And this is Speed City. You had to have a... Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio. Speed City. All right, welcome back to the show. We are in Austin, Texas, getting ready for the Formula One United States Grand Prix. Not be more excited, guys, but hey, um, you know, I bet we see Mario Andretti back here again. Hear him <laughs> right there. I got a few I questions bet. for Uncle Mario. Well, D- Dale Earnhardt's coming. That's right. <laughs> oh, so you know what that means? No, Dale Earnhardt's car is going to be driven on the track. Because of a wager. Exactly. Tell us about it. Well, if you remember, um, do we, uh, do, John, do we have that video I told you about? Yeah, I think so. I think we uh, sent it to the producer, so I think we've got it. Yeah. Well, we've got, it was, it was tweeted out, but basically, basically, uh, Daniel Ricardo promised um, uh, Zach Brown, they had a deal that if uh, he if he got a podium, I think it was, or a win, I can't remember which, but anyway, um, he wants to drive Zach Brown's Dale Earnhardt car. He's got it in his collection. And number three. Sixty, yep. And it's um it's it's a cracking car. Nineteen eighty four what what year was it? Eighty four? Back yeah, in I think the, so. Uh, Wrangler days, yeah. Yep, and number forty three obviously. Uh and um so he, what he did was, if we've got the video, he he made he made a present to to Daniel Ricardo and presented him with a like a dinky toy version of it, and Ricardo agreed that if he that it, to, in, if if he got a win or a podium, that Zach would let him have a drive in it, and Formula One have managed to make it so that he'll actually drive it here at Coda next weekend. <laughs> How cool Wait, is that? I'm gonna be giddy just for that. That is so cool. The number three, I mean, of course, why do I'm calling him 43? Of course, it's three. Yeah. Think about what that's going to sound like going around Circuit of the Americas. That is going to be awesome. So, that's... You have this, right? I've got that one. As she, in, she can keep that version as a signing on bonus. <laughs> but I'm thinking your first podium. 
you give the real team a go. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? That's awesome. Deal? I feel like I've got to give you something though. Yeah. I'll, th I'll, think of, I'll think of my return. Maybe a, maybe a chewy deal. Something like that. Done. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Deal. Deal. Is this really for me to take? That's for you to take. Hell yeah. Alright, give you some motivation. Thanks man. I don't think you need any motivation. That's awesome. Yeah, that'll be fun. Well, if you're listening on the radio, that was Zach Brown and Daniel Ricardo. Zach Brown telling Daniel, this was a while back, right? This was when he first came to the team. And he said, yes. if you're on your first podium, you get to drive Dale Earnhardt's car. And so yeah. that's where all this came from. And that's going to be really one of the, that'll be a highlight for the weekend for sure. Yeah. And, and just to put it in context, the reason is that growing up in Australia, uh, in Melbourne, um, that was his hero was Dale Earnhardt and the number three. That's what he started his motorsport love. And so for Zach, his now new boss to be owning one of those cars was like Ricardo, as soon as he got there was like, man, I want to see that car. I want to see, never st shut up about it. And so of course he got the podium. They got a one, two um, in fact. And so dreams do come true. The other good part of the story is Zach is true to his word. And of course his other McLaren driver, Pato Award from good old San Antonio. Um, is going to drive an F1 car for winning at Texas in May. Yeah. Yeah, that's that was the same kind of promise that he made. Yeah, yeah. so that's that's really cool too. So he could, got his first win, and he's going to actually take a Formula 1 test, which is he's never done. And think about it. He got very close um to, to to you know to being picked up by formula two he, he he drove in japan so before he became a super superstar in indy uh, he was on the path to formula one uh, and potentially still could i suppose <laughs> hey guys you know how we were giving everybody tips for coming to coda uh our friend paul Bryan, <laughs> paul Bryan just tweeted at us and he said pro tip for coda he said all visiting foreigners is what he said Coming to Texas for the first time, be advised, Chile does not have beans. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think that he played the clip from uh, Blazing Saddles, if any of you are old yep. enough to remember that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just cracking up here. But uh, but yeah, Thanks. hey, hey guys. <laughs> guys, let's talk about, uh, I want to, it's just kind of a lead into our interview tonight because the story that we talked about last week on our national show, on our Formula One broadcast, and I want to get back into it. And, and I want to start because we're talking about, talking about Michael Andretti buying into the Sauber Alfa Romeo team and, or buying the team, excuse me, buying 80% stake in it. And he's promised that one of those drivers will be an American. So well, talked, that's not official. He's promised that, but he said that's what he would like. Yeah. And of course, yeah. course no one signed with Botas for the second seat. But we don't even know if it's going to be 2022. It could be 2023. That's so right. There's a lot up in the air, but uh, there's definitely. I mean, Cameron mentions it in his interview that um, that he he thinks that uh, that seat is being left open for an American, and no one's filled it yet. Yeah, and obviously that's what we're hoping for. And and yeah, he hasn't officially said a promise because there's no way you can make that promise at this stage. But but you know, everyone's been talking about Colton Herta, and we there was a really nice article in Racer Magazine by Marshall Pruitt, and he went on to to talk about why he thinks that that Colton should stay in IndyCar, which is did an open letter, wasn't it, dear Colton, sort of yep, thing, basically saying that you know here, here's why you should stay in IndyCar. You know, he said, stay here, lean into your excellence, 
you know, put your face on that Borg Warner trophy, add a few championship rings and, you know, and, and that's pretty much a given with Colton Herta. And I mean, since the first time he hit an IndyCar track right here in Austin, he has just lit it up. So the, um, what I want to talk about is kind of a rebuttal to that because I'll give mine and then I want you guys to add anything. And I've said mine before on the show a few times, but mine is, is that Colton is the guy or, or whoever takes that seat and Andretti has the opportunity to become the American that really pushes the sports popularity to the forefront because if Americans have a, a, an American doing well in Formula One, and that's a key to it, right? And everybody's saying, well, you know, and, and in fact, in Marshall Pruitt's letter, he was talking about, you know, are you going to be which, where in the grid in Formula One? But who's to say that you might not start at the Alfa Romeo team and move somewhere else, proving that if, you, if you're good, you never know. And that's the opportunity any American has is bringing Formula One to the forefront of our culture and and you know we've seen the ratings they've already caught indycar formula one has this year and now we could see them maybe they could catch nascar so that's my take on it what about you jonathan green yeah my take on it is exactly the same i want to rebut rebut what uh marshall pruitt great writer that he is uh and and, and it was definitely from the heart because he's right there's so many things that are fantastic for colton herder right now in indy and it's a fantastic era for indy especially with, you know, the sort of Scott Dixon can't go on forever. Uh, and there's a host of young guys, including Newgarden, if you keep him sort of as, a, as one of the younger guys. But, you know, with Canaan gone and Dixon gone eventually, um, you know, Castro Neves gone, the new breed, the new era is fantastic. So I understand what, what, what um, Pruitt's saying. But my argument is Colton Herter is the son of Brian Herter, who also had a test in Formula One and had his mind set on Formula One at one point in his career. He has a genuine opportunity to follow in the footsteps of Mario Andretti. Um, and, and like you say, just take Formula One over the line here. And he's still young enough to come back to Indy. He's already had success. He won here at Coda behind me. Um, you know, that was his first win. So, you know, he's full of it. And an opportunity like this just doesn't come very often. And I, uh, the other point he made was that, you know, why go to an also round team? Well, look at Pierre Gasly right now for AlphaTauri. He is yeah. flying. And you could argue that he gave away his, or his career was taken away from him because he went to AlphaTauri, the second team. But Alfa Romeo, Ferrari backed. If Ferrari turned things around and get things right, uh, and as you say, there's, 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 there's other teams that might pick him up. I think he's, his raw talent would, see, would shine through in Formula One. And yeah, I'm all for Colton Herter kind of fulfilling the ambition of, of the family, which is to become a Formula One star. Well, Les, I, I know I, I, I want to get your take on this too, but we're up against the break here. I, I, before we go to the break, though, I want to talk about this a list that we've got going. And we're still working on this list. But right now, on that list of potential Americans in the Andretti seat, what we have right now is Colton Herta, Logan Sargent, Cameron Das, Juan Manuel Correa, if he continues his comeback, Kyle Kirkwood, um, Kenyon F Frederick, and Jack Crawford. I mean, anybody else I'm missing, guys, right now that you can think of? Those are the main guys, yeah. I mean, you could add Kiffin Simpson, um, who will be going to Japan um, next year. 
Uh, he's actually from um, the Cayman Islands, but you know um, what I'm getting at is that he's about to win in the FR Championship here. But no, of them, and then you could also add the Filipaldis, who are Brazilian-based, of That's course. Right. Um, and one has already had a Formula One run out, um, which was you know Pietro, which was very successful. But they are American citizens from Miami. Yeah, you know, I I think you've captured it really. I I don't think I could add anything else. We've got such a great uh, upcoming collection of drivers, uh, not only American, but international that have adopted and called the States home now. So, uh, hey, I'm, I'm ready to see who bubbles to the surface out of these guys. Well, again, it's such an amazing time to be an American Formula One fan right now with, with all the, the ratings have, that have gone through the roof with with Netflix and everything else. We've talked a lot about that, but all right, gentlemen, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we have an American driver that's in the Formula One lander. Cameron Doss is going to, is our going to be in the segment next. So stay tuned. You listen to Speed City live from Austin, Texas, back after this message. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, guys. We are very excited to welcome our new sponsor, All Stop Brewery, to Speed City. These guys make a fantastic beer. And I'm going to let Jonathan talk about it, but I'm going to tell you about it. When I tasted it, I am... Not a big beer aficionado. I like a nice cold beer, but I'm always worried about a craft beer or a new beer that it's going to have a funky taste, especially aftertaste. This beer was fantastic. I have absolutely no uh, no 
qualms at all that this is my new favorite beer. But, Jonathan, you know why, what makes it so special, the water and the recipe? Well, yeah. I mean, these guys have done their research and do it right, and they've even imported the right water to do it right. I mean, it, it, I tell you, this Alstad beer, fantastic. And I'm, uh, you know, most Europeans are snobs about their beer, uh, and I, I'm, I'm definitely one of those. Because You're definitely a snob? Yes, okay. about my beer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> because there's no question, carbonation has always been my issue here in the States. It's overcarbonated. And our lagers, our pilsners and lagers in Europe, um, uh, especially German ones, are not that heavily carbonated. And that's a key thing. And that's the first thing that uh, hit me was just how well they've done the beer. Uh, it's based out of Fredericksburg. It's, uh, it's, it's got a great tie-in because, obviously, Fredericksburg, a German town, and now they've got a Texas German beer, and it's cracking. Yeah, and the uh, the facility out there, it's amazing. They've, they've really done it right. It's really fantastic. So so check it out. You can get it at all the local HEBs and everything else, right? Yep. Uh, it's around all around Texas. You can get it. Uh, they sell it in... Uh, uh, on on the shelf there as a Texas beer, but uh, I'll tell you what, you're in, right back in Germany when you drink it. And it's Altstadt Beer, A-L-T-S-T-A-D-T, beer.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. All my friends are heating, taking slow. Wait for them to ask you who you Hi, this is Max Steppen, and you're listening to Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. Okay, Speed City fans, as we start to get ready for the 2021 Formula One race weekend here at Cota in Austin, Texas, I am reminded of all the young Americans with aspirations uh, of doing what Cameron Das did a couple of years ago, which is, of course, win Formula 4. He's now racing in the Formula Euro Open Series as well as FIA F3 um, and has one more round to go in Catalonia. Um, Cameron, um, on a weekend coming up like Formula One, we're always looking to the future and we're always looking to young Americans. There's a lot of news out there right now. Um, and um, I just wanted us to catch up with you and find out how, how's it going in Europe. Yeah, everything's been going really, really well this year. Um, I put full focus into Euroformula this year uh, with Motor Park again. So um, I knew the team well. I know, you know, I understand the car. We have the new F320, which is an absolute weapon of a car. And, you know, I've been out there winning races and, and leading the championship. So uh, it's, it's gone exactly to plan. Yeah, and in fact, you and Jack Crawford are doing a heck of a job. By my calculations, you've, you've got the majority of the wins in the Euro Open Series. Yeah, I have uh, seven wins, I believe, so far this season. I'm not sure what Jack's on, but yeah, we, we've been, uh, I think we've been killing it, safe to say. Yeah, and I'm right in saying that you are, I mean, one hand on the trophy kind of thing. You've got one more round left next weekend, same weekend as Formula One, um, but uh, it'll be the final round of the championship, and you've got, what, a 63-point lead, I believe? That's right, 63. So really, given that there's only 75 plus on the table, um, it's not a not a done deal. But you, you're really pretty close, yeah. Yeah, mathematically speaking, I think it'd be pretty hard to lose it at this point. But you know, I, I'm not going to be complacent about it, and I'm going to go for you know the best possible results I can get in every single race. So, 
Well, look, congratulations. It is only a matter of time. Winning the Euro uh, European uh, Formula Open Championship, a major step. Um, where do you put that? Because you've won a lot in your career. Where, where does that sit? Um, I think it's my greatest achievement so far in, in my career. I mean, uh, you know, Jack's a great driver. Louis is a great driver. Chem's a great driver. I mean, there are actually so many uh, really talented drivers who have all had a chance to fight for wins or at least, uh, you know, give me a hard time. So um, every single race was hard fought, which is, is even more um, rewarding for me. You know, it's been very close between Louis and I in terms of championship numbers, really until this past weekend. Um, we both had our fair share of bad luck, but we've been racing really hard all the way through. So um, I think winning this championship would really mean a lot for, for me in terms of my personal development and everything. So um, it, it's been a great year and I've learned a lot. And what would you say, uh, I mean, you know, obviously you say it's your greatest achievement up to date, which is, I can well understand, but um, what next? Um, you, you did some FIA F3 uh, or did you do all of the season? I, I did all of the FIA F3 season okay. last year. Yeah. So what's the plan to do that next year as well or, uh, or, or both again or what's the plan? No, the plan next year is Formula 2. Um, you know, obviously that's going to be sponsorship permitting, but uh, we're working with a few of our partners now on, on securing that and making that a possibility. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm going go, go big or go home, basically. So uh, F2 has been, uh, you know, it's been a goal of mine for the last two or three years, but I was waiting until, you know, I had things I needed to work on, need to work uh, on things on the sponsorship side as well. And I think all of those are kind of aligning at just the right time to, to be able to do it next year. So, I mean, how big a, a leap is Formula 2 from where you are in Formula 3, size of car-wise? I think it's going to be a pretty substantial leap. I, I, I don't think it's going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, one, we're going to have to be dealing with much more uh, tire deg, which I got an experience with in International 3 last year. Uh, but really working with the Prellies is a whole different, uh, you know, different uh, sort of style of driving. And then on top of that, we have longer races as well. We have pit stops. Uh, there's a bit more strategy involved. Um, so, but, but those are all the things that I think I'm going to find really interesting and, and being able to use my brain outside of just driving fast. So um, I'm looking forward to the challenge, but for sure it, it will be a challenge. And I mean, what about your own racecraft and your own development? We saw you obviously, or I saw you uh, both in uh, Toyota and of course F4, but how do you feel that you have now grown as a driver? I, I think I've grown tremendously since, you know, uh, since I was racing in TRS. I mean, um, I used to be, I, I think I had n some natural speed um, early on, but I definitely didn't have the racecraft uh, because I guess I skipped out on karting, which is where a lot of other drivers ended up developing it. So it took me a long time to be comfortable to just know how to place the car and, and time the moves and everything. But now I'm in the position where I, I feel like my racecraft is very, very strong. And also, I think I've really improved uh, my wet uh, driving as well. I've had two wet wins so far this year, and both both races were in very, very poor conditions as well. So I'm really proud that uh, I've made big, big steps in that department. And have you come across, we mentioned Jack Crawford, have you come across any of the other Americans racing in Europe, like Logan Sargent and so on? Um, I think, so Logan was in International F3 with me last year, although uh, I think we, we had one race at Silverstone where we were, were battling each other quite hard, 
Um, but other than that, you know, he was in a, a Prima car, so he was pretty much at the opposite end of the grid from where I was at the time. So, um, you know, that that's the extent of the, the the interaction I've had with Logan. But yeah, he's doing very, very well this year. And how about uh, Juan Manuel Career for facing his demons? Pretty, pretty impressive um, to a come back to F three, but b race at Spa and uh, and you know kind of you know uh, keep going. Absolutely, I mean it's pretty inspiring uh, to say the least. I mean Juan and I were good friends when we were um, together in TRS in 2018. So uh, you know for him to be able to come back from something like that is really impressive. And, and not only that, he's he's really not doing bad at all considering. So uh, yeah, incredibly inspiring. Well, I don't need to tell you, Kyle Kirkwood's killing it over here uh, in Indy Lights, and his name has been mentioned with Andretti because he currently races for Michael Andretti uh, and has won the Indy Lights Championship. Um, a lot of talk about that, Andretti. What what are they saying in Europe about Michael Andretti going to Formula One? Um, you know, I've heard the rumors same as you. As far as I know, they're just rumors, and there's a lot of people, um, a lot of other drivers in contention for, let's say, that last Alfa Romeo seat. Um, but you know, I've heard that that uh, you know Andretti's put in the bid to to buy the team, which I think would be great for the sport. Um, you know, we need an Ameri- another American team. I think uh, one isn't necessarily enough, and Andretti has the you know the brand name and the recognition to I think convert a lot of Americans who are maybe on the fence about watching Formula One to actually watching it full time. And I think Andretti's has uh, the number one priority of putting an American in that seat as well, or at least in one of the seats. So I think that would be incredible for the sport. And is that still your intention, your hope? Um, I mean, obviously, you know, Formula Two is a lot of learning to do. It could be a couple of years away, but is Formula One still your goal? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think Formula Two is a necessary step to get there, which is which is why I'm going there despite the challenge. But, you know, if it takes me one or two or three years, you know, in F2, I'm going to go for it. But um, F1 has been the goal ever since I started uh, this endeavor. So, you know, I'm not giving up until it's not physically an option anymore. Let me ask you something. How do you go about, I mean, you know, your results speak for themselves. You're leading the championship. You're about to take the title. That's what team managers notice. But when you're in a paddock or whatever during the FIA, F3 weekends, do you go and meet people like Gunter Steiner or, or, or try to get your name out there through PR or whatever? No, well, it's, it's been quite difficult, I'd say, the last uh, two years with COVID and everything. I mean, pretty yeah. much all the teams have been within their own bubbles. Um, and, and the Euroformia Championship, apart from the first race weekend we had in Portimao, uh, we weren't with the F1 grid, right? So uh, it's, it's even harder to get into, you know, those sort of circles if you're not there, at least racing on the race weekends. But even though, even, even considering that, when I was there last year, uh, I mean, you couldn't even go and speak to someone from another F3 team. Uh, for a long period of time. I don't know if that's changed, but it is definitely difficult to, uh, to you know, to, to break into those circles. You know, we at Speed City, we're, we're always keen on trying to keep up with the with the Americans and, 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 and obviously wishing them forward, giving them publicity where we can, like yourself. Um, is there any we've, we've forgotten to talk about that are over there? I mean, Kaylin Frederick, uh, another one that uh, we haven't mentioned yet. Yeah, Kaylin, uh, if I'm not mistaken, one British F3. Uh, he did, uh, yes. Was it last year or this year? Last year, yeah. Last year, yeah. And oh, yeah, and that's right. He's doing FIF3 with, uh, I think, Carlin this year. And, you know, he's he, he absolutely killed it in British F3. And I think FIF3 proves, you know, a pretty a tall order. It's, it's not easy to go into their first year, even though it's, in theory, it's just a race car. But there's all that extra um, tire management element and, 
um, you know, a bigger grid as well. So you have qualifying is a big issue as well with finding space. So it, it's a difficult series, but I have no doubt that in his second year, which I imagine he's going to do another year of F3, I have no doubt he's going to do really well. When you look back now at the opportunities for what's happened to Kirkwood, Kiffin Simpson now on the verge of, of winning um, his championship and, of course, uh, F4, uh, a chance to move up and get a scholarship. Think, things are moving quite quickly here. Um, do you miss the American scene a little bit? Because the opportunities, uh, as Kirkwood has shown, are, are very good. I mean, you know, uh, the chance for the FR champion to go to, to Japan, Josh uh, Carr working at that, but it looks as though Simpson's going to wrap that up. What are your thoughts on the American scene? I mean, yeah, there's, there's plenty of opportunity going around. Um, that's always been a, um, you know, a, a great positive about the American scene is one, there's, there's, uh, there's prize money behind it, which allows you to move to the next step, which doesn't really exist in Europe so much. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very enticing. And I 100% can see myself being back in the American scene, you know, in the future. It's just right now, F1's my goal. And I think I'm in the best place to be doing that at the moment. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, all the best to Kyle because he's really paving the way for, you know, the, the, you know, the, the road to Indy ladder. And, and he's showed that if you are successful at every single level, you will get to IndyCar. At least it looks like he's going to get to IndyCar. So, um, you know, props to him. Yeah, no kidding. Um, obviously, next weekend, a uh, familiar place to you, the Circuit of the Americas and a big event. I'm sure you'd like to be there, but you're busy winning your own championship. Any thoughts for the young young guys following in your footsteps on F4? What kind of a, uh, a theater that will be for them? Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I actually went to the F4 Coda race, I want to say in 2017 or 18. I can't remember exactly. I was doing some coaching for, uh, you know, one of my ex-teammates, actually. And that event was just incredible. I mean... I wish I could go to Coda every year, but for some reason, there's just always some, some one of my races that overlaps, but it's definitely the, the best F1 um, event that I've ever been to. So all the best, the F4 guys, but you know, uh, you got to keep it clean because, you know, with, I think it's over 30 cars on the grid, if I'm not mistaken. It's, it's difficult to do so, but it's one of those uh, survival races. So if you can make it to the end, I think you're going to have a decent result. Now, more importantly, in Formula One, there's a championship on the line. Uh, what's your take? Uh, the, you know, Verstappen's got the lead, but only slightly. Uh, Hamilton's got the record at Cota. Um, the Mercedes is a missile in a straight line. How do you see the battle of Cota panning out, bumps and all? Well, that's a difficult question. Uh, you know, I think Mercedes is going to end up having the edge, um, you know, pace-wise, I, I have a feeling. I think Red Bull will be really quick in the in the high speed sections. I think they're they're very good on their um, their uh, their arrow balance this year, uh, better than Mercedes. But I think performance wise, Mercedes is still edging out. So um, my my guess is that Hamilton's going to end up clinching the championship in the end. I think Mercedes over time has always been more consistent at scoring points, and I think uh, reliability wise, they're more likely to 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 come on top in the end. But for Stappen's giving it us all. I mean, you got to give him credit. In what is maybe at the beginning of the season, they were more on even terms. But I think at this point, Red Bull is the inferior car and Verstappen's still, you know, putting in the putting in the results. It's interesting. I mean, I, I know it's very early to ask, but do you have a team that you would like to race for because of their ethos or the way they're set up or their just the way they go about racing in Formula One? Do you have you have a, do you have a favorite team? Well, that's a difficult question to answer because. Um, 
I only know from the outside perception of, right. of how these teams actually are. And I, I don't know if that the perception is the same as, you know, the reality of how these teams actually operate, but at least from, you know, you know, the outside looking in, it seems to me that Mercedes, you know, clinical nature is probably, it seems very efficient to me, let's say. I mean, I think that they ended up changing the approach in F1 from, uh, you know, they, much like Michael Schumacher was maybe the first driver to, to treat, you know, physicality and training very seriously. I think they were the first ones to treat um, the Formula One team as a, as a major business and as a corporation. And for that, they were end up, ended up creating a much more efficient process that ultimately produced a faster race car. Yeah, exactly. I think that, that's that's pretty inspiring. Yeah, but you you'd be happy dri- driving for any race. A- any I think so. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to name one because if you don't get that one, you'd be upset. Well, listen. Uh, let's sum up by uh, again talking about where you are. We're talking on the eve, effectively, of your final uh, round at Catalonia in Barcelona. Um, three races to go, but you really do have one 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 hand on the trophy. How's that going to feel? Uh, and how accomplished does you know does that make you feel? Um, I think it will feel pretty special because uh, you know it's been a, a difficult couple of years where I you know I was working through issues on on my end with the driving that um, you know at one point felt like I wasn't going to break through the barriers, but all of a sudden they, a, a light bulb went on. I flipped the switch, and you know now it's game time. So you know I, I'm ready for the next level. And there were a lot of people who sacrificed a whole bunch to make sure that I could, you know, at least, you know, get to this level that I'm at now and, and win the championship. So I want to serve all those people by, you know, finishing the job and, and committing to this championship. So, yeah, it, it's all it, it's really nice when everything starts to align at once. And it's really rewarding for, for all the people that are involved. There's so many people behind the scene to make sure that I'm able to do what I'm doing and, and to follow my dream, ultimately. So um, it's just yeah, it makes me happy to be able to to do them proud. You know, uh, you know, I'm so happy that we can talk to you now because we've known each other a while. I've followed your career, and you know, we keep saying it's it's great to have uh, a circuit. It's great to have two Grand Prix now, and, and mm-hmm. potentially two Formula One American teams now. So the odds are looking good. Uh, and would you tell our audience that uh, you're one of those guys that that, that uh, should be remembered as one of those guys looking for either an American seat in Formula One or just a seat representing America? Absolutely. I mean, I'm going to do my best to to represent my country in, in uh, one of the most illustrious sports in the world. So 100%, I want to be that guy. Uh, great talking to you, my friend. Listen, last but not least, tell everybody, because there are some who will be watching this um, who aren't familiar with what you do. Uh, out of sight is out of mind when you're in Europe. So tell everybody your social and how they can watch you and how they can keep up with um, how your career is going. So uh, my Instagram is just at Cameron Doss, and that's probably the best place, especially during race weekends, to kind of get live updates with what's going on. And um, and then I also have a YouTube channel, uh, which is just Cameron Doss Racing. I'm actually going to be uploading a video this weekend. So by the time this comes up, I think uh, my, a new video should be released based on Monza. So I basically try and go like in depth into what happened in each race weekend. What was I actually thinking? What was the strategy that you wouldn't have seen otherwise just watching the race live? Um, so I think there's some interesting things that race fans will really get a kick out of. So, um, yeah, feel free to check it out. 
Well, listen, we in the Speed City fraternity, very, very proud of what you're achieving. Congratulations. Uh, and we'll hopefully talk to you again after it's all over and we can reflect a bit more and maybe we'll know a little bit more about what's going on in, in the wacky world of Andretti and everybody else and, and it'll all become a little bit clearer. Um, but am I right in saying the plan for next year is Formula 2? So you 100%. will very much be on our radar. That is definitely my plan. So, you know, appreciate you uh, for supporting me and all the best. Thank you, Cameron. Appreciate it. Hey, Jonathan, that was great stuff, man. And I like that um, that what money phrase where he said 100% he wants to be the next F1 driver from America. And, I, you know, I really, you know, it's the first time I've actually listened to that interview back. And, and, and he really does present himself very well. He's a really nice guy. He's well polished. He's good with the media. And he, he is kicking it. And like he said, he had some issues. He had a couple of fallow years. He didn't do anything at TRS, to be honest. Um, but he, he, he is kicking, kicking butt, as they say in the States. All right, well, let's get our last break in. When we come back, we'll continue to get excited for the USGP. Listen to Speed City live from Austin. is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Motivation USA, catering to the sport bike enthusiast looking for truly unique parts and accessories. Stand out from the crowd. Motivation is the exclusive North American distributor for SC Project MotoGP inspired exhausts and the largest Rizoma retailer in the United States. Get the best parts from around the world at the best prices with fast shipping and a knowledgeable staff ready to help. Shop online 24-7 at MotivationUSA.com. That's MotivationUSA.com. Welcome to Name Your License Plate. I'm Biff Biffington. All right, Mary Lou, for the cash, the trip, and a new car, name your license plate. Easy. My plate is ADD24. ACL, ATM, ABC, ACDC, AAA. I can't remember my plate. You should have gotten a personal Texas plate from MyPlates.com. They're so memorable. And I could have saved 40% with a five-year commitment. Be a winner and order your personalized license plate from MyPlates.com. Talk. 1370. Hello to everyone, this is Gunther Steiner, this is Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. Man, it's going to be great to catch up with Gunther in the hospitality booth. It is going to be fun to talk to all the guys. We've never we've never spoken with, with Madsen or Schumacher, and so it's going to be fun, and we're going to be catching up with all the drivers. And this week, we're going to try to put out some content, if we can, during the week, 
because if we spot anybody on the streets, any drivers, any anybody at restaurants, we'll do all that for you guys. So keep an eye on our Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. We're not really good on Instagram, but we're good on the other ones. We're old. Hey, hey and you know, I've we've received a lot of messages asking about where the party is. Uh, you know, where things are going on. You know, things are still a lot different, and, and because we had such a short forecast of of how engaging things were going to be or not. A lot of the folks that do host these big parties and events really did hang back. And, uh, you know, I was talking with some of our counterparts that are usually here. We've got quite a few of the folks that we hang out in the media center and whatnot that aren't making it. So, uh, you know, j just beware. We know it. We'll share anything that we're allowed to share. Uh, we've got, uh, I've got one event Friday night. It's a private event going to it's a large one it's phenomenal i'll have to tell you about it after that but uh, it's excited the ones you're definitely invited to 7 30 friday night 21 pilots out at the track be sure and get there be prepared for that it's going to be a great day saturday the piano man you just heard billy joel uh that show starts saturday night at 7 30 yeah two great uh, yeah. concerts yeah, and by the way, just a quick shout out also, uh, Cameron Das, who we just interviewed, uh, was the first ever F4 champion of America's back in 2016. And interestingly enough, he beat Kyle Kirkwood that year, who was third. Kyle well, uh, Kirkwood's never lost to anyone. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, unfortunately, he did occasionally. But, um, <laughs> but, but a shout out to F4, who will be on the, the ticket, and so will the W Series. And we are going to be interviewing some of the girls in the W Series so any of you girls out there uh, and you're coming with dad to see a bit of Formula One, hey, there's big girl power this weekend. We've got a double header to finish off their championship. Yeah, that's going to be fun, man, with the uh, with the W Series. that We haven't talked about that at all tonight because that's going to be one of my favorite parts to seeing Jamie Chadwick and all the other female drivers. And and uh, who knows what's going to happen with all of that. And, and I, you know, in my mind, that was always supposed to be a, a ladder to – uh to maybe even formula one so who knows but um but what else guys uh, let me look at the schedule i was just looking through the schedule actually on f1.com which is very cool to look at the usgp schedule in our little town but i, I have one uh, thing yes sir we mentioned the ricardo run and he is going to run that number three dale earnhardt car uh on one of three occasions. Evidently, there are three NASCAR demonstrations at this weekend's Grand Prix. One on Friday, one on Saturday, and one on Sunday. Don't know which one Daniel's going to do, but uh, that's something to look out for. That's interesting, isn't it? I, it just seems a little odd to me that there's that much NASCAR content. You know, I love the, it. And I love it. Not that I don't, I'm just saying, in the Bernie Ecclestone days, you wouldn't even mention another race series, much nope. less have things going on at your event about another race series uh, but don't you remember john the first time we met with bernie ecclestone and sat down with him and there was a championship race going on the same weekend f1 we asked him if they thought there would be an impacting i don't know <laughs> <laughs> well folks hopefully uh, hopefully that's set but you're right hey just a rule of thumb we are going to uh, have the gates parking lots open at 8 30 on friday be ready the gates to the venue itself will open at 9 30 so you can get out there drive through get that breakfast taco bring it to the parking lot and get ready uh w series hits the track at track at 10 20 friday morning so we'll get you caught up on the rest of it but let's start this race week right 
Yep. And if you're out there, not only are we doing the radio broadcast that we talked about, or we're going to have uh, full four hours of coverage on here on local radio and on our national broadcast that you can find out on our website, speedcitybroadcast.com. But Jonathan is going to be the lead commentator on the PA system and, and Les and I'll be joining him in the booth as needed. So you're going to hear Jonathan's voice all weekend long, as much of Jonathan as you can stand. So don't forget when you can. <laughs> Maybe more. Sorry about that, folks. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> right. right? I, it wouldn't be a show if we didn't have that clip in there. But um, but yeah. <laughs> well, well, let me ask you guys. We just got, what, about a minute left, producer? So um, what are you each looking forward to? Less 20 seconds. What are you looking forward to the most this weekend? Gosh, seeing all my F1 buddies in 3D again. <laughs> i want to see the battle between verstappen and hamilton and who has really got that mental edge who's gonna crack will we start to see those cracks at coda well i we will i kind of said it already but i'm looking forward to sitting across the table interviewing lando norris and uh, of course mick schumacher and i want to meet nikita massapin i want to see what he's all about in person so I want to, that's what I'm looking to forward to the most, but Hey, stay tuned, everybody. We're going to be covering as much as we can this week and we'll be on the microphones all weekend long. So stay tuned and just follow our social media and stay on to and uh, check our website out. We'll have updates there as well. Thanks everybody. And have a great Sunday night and we'll talk to you next weekend. Travel Happy travel y'all. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.